in about two weeks, a little over two weeks, I turn 50. <laughs> I still don't know exactly what that means. But um, one thing it means is that I'm still me. <laughs> I, You know, time is strange and growing older is strange and being yourself is strange. It is one of those things where fundamentally I feel like I'm the same person I've been forever. Better in some ways, yes. Um you know, broader in understanding, broader in life, broader in a lot of things. Um, smarter, probably, maybe not wiser, I don't know. But I'm not really a different person. And I don't know if that was available to every generation. I think that that I didn't have that expectation when I was younger that I would be the same person when I got older. And again, I have changed. It's not like I'm a carbon copy of the original thing. No, um, but... I'm, I'm, in fact, if anything, I'm able to express who I am more, and, and that's the change. I'm able to be comfortable. I'm able to be myself. And one of the things that that means is I get to be silly from time to time. I get to have fun, which is also a conflict within my own mind, too, because I do like seriousness as well. But every once in a while, it's nice to be silly. But you need to really feel comfortable to be silly. Now, some people are, I've, I've, I've always admired the, the facility that some people have with that, where it does not matter. They are amazingly free people. Um, they are free to express themselves in whatever way they want, whether it be physically or emotionally or whimsically. Um, and generally I'm talking about people who are good. Uh, it, it does not impress me quite as much if they're jerks. <laughs> um, and I, and I'm, I'm not really, you know, rooting for people to be jerks. I think that they, they are the people who need the self-regulation and who need a little bit of self-awareness maybe, but good people, good people who are completely oblivious in some ways to how they are perceived are amazing to me. I would never be that person. It's never going to happen. Um, a lifetime of, 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 of being uncertain who I am, of being cautious at how I express myself sometimes about being, about questioning who I am too. Um, and never really coming up with an answer and never really having the opportunity to test those answers. Um, so those things are still remaining. They still remain as open questions. They still remain as, as cautions. But it is fundamentally a freeing thing when you find yourself among people with whom you feel like you can be silly. And I, I got that gift tonight. Tonight was a regular episode of so many levels. The D&D, &D, uh, ostensibly D&D &D role-playing game, um, Although we've played a number of different systems and, in fact, even diverted to an entirely different system for an extended period of time. Um, run by Christiana Ellis, uh, who is uh, among the best DMs that I've played with. Um, like all DMs, like all people, she has her strengths and weaknesses, but I find that the strengths are very much outweigh most of the weaknesses I've, I've, I've ever seen. 
I've never played with a perfect GM, and, and I, I probably never will because every GM is different and unique and maybe perfect in the kind of things they do, and they just don't appeal to me. So, um, uh, yes, but um, and with the players that we're currently playing with, um, we currently have three other players. Um, we've had as many as four or five uh, uh, players in total. I guess it would be four now. Uh, we've had five or six, actually, I think at some times. And there hasn't been anybody that we've played with that I haven't enjoyed uh, playing with. Um, everybody has different styles. Everybody has different um, uh, engagements and, and different levels of of comfort. Um, but I've always felt like I can I can be silly, I can be expressive, I can be emotional, I can go deep on the character. Now, sometimes I go too deep and I do pull it back because I don't want to annoy people all the time. Um, but tonight it was the our sort of Halloween episode. Um, we're taking the actual Halloween week off. All of us have plans. Uh, and to, to do that, uh, there was a suggestion about what if we came in costume? Now, I don't really dress up in costume. I have never really had a history of doing so. Again, I've admired the people who do. And I have a couple of my friends who are fantastic costumers. One in particular makes numerous new costumes and has made numerous new costumes and makes costumes for for traveling and for events and for performances and all kinds of things. And it's utterly amazing. Um, it's a lot of work. And I've never, I, and I've had other friends who've kind of, you know, put their hands in and tried it and did pretty well and then kind of moved on. But I've never really done it that much. I've, I've assembled a few things together and, uh, and kind of, you know, they were more or less normal things in a combination that told the story. That was kind of how the character got expressed. And still, I've never really done it that extensively. I've, part of it is the same, um, indecision problem. <laughs> Who would I want to be? And I don't really worship or, or worship's too strong a word, but I don't really admire or want to be too many characters. Um, I've had a dream for many years of perhaps building a ROM space knight costume, but my body shape is not going to lend itself very well to that. I do still have the, the cardboard form shape that I had, I had built that would fit around my head and yet have the, the sort of rectangular boxy shape uh, I had planned to build of Rom's head. But tonight it was our Halloween episode, and I decided, to, what the hell, let's try this. Um, it wasn't a sophisticated costume. Uh, it was still really assembling things, but it was assembling things that I would not normally have in my in my back lot. Uh, not everything I was going for worked. I, I had about 15 minutes in the end to kind of assemble the whole thing together. And I tried different combinations and nothing had really worked. So it was still a little experimentation at the last minute. I wore a wig for the first time. I've never worn a wig. I've, I've admired wigs as well. I wore it badly. And that was kind of the point in some ways of that particular character. I had a beautiful cape. I did. I did spend a little bit of money on the cape and a little bit of money on the, on the wig. Not exorbitant. And I, I've, frankly, I've I've seen what some of my friends have have purchased for costumes and for clothing even, and these were nowhere near in those realms of it. And I, you know, I, I didn't wear it well, but I wore it. A couple other things I had around uh, in my closet, 
Uh, I picked up a, a set of, of blue um, rimmed and blue tinted shades to wear over my own glasses. They actually worked pretty well, although you couldn't see them because the wig was so enormous and everywhere. Um, but it was fun. It was, it was a, it was a silly little fun thing and it made me feel, feel good. It made me feel comfortable. And that is something I absolutely, I'm, I'm absolutely blown away by. Um, as someone who likes hugs, it was like a virtual hug and that really, I don't get those very often, either virtual or physical. And I was moved and and it was really nice. Um, a silly little thing, nothing really all that fancy. In fact, others were much better dressed than I was. Um, but, uh, it's still, I don't know. It was it was that emotional uh, release, that relief that felt the best of all of it. And I hope you find that. Uh, I hope you find that that way of expressing yourself. It doesn't have to be a costume. It can be, you know, whatever. The conversations you have. Um, I have a lot of cynical friends. And, you know, they're great friends. They're great people. But that energy kind of dra- drags me down. And it's nice once in a while to not have that. It's nice once in a while just to be silly and everybody accept that it's a silly and kind of go with, ironically, the kind of slightly cynical, but mostly just really weird character that I'm playing right now. And they're, they're hopefully, I'm not just you know, annoying them too much so that they can join me on the emotional journey I'm playing with this character. But, but uh, yeah, go watch so many levels. Uh, Christiana Ellis is the host. Uh, I've got, uh, uh, I won't try to remember names. I'm always bad with names. Jenny, Paul and, and Starla though, are the other three characters, players, I should say. Uh, and you can watch the entire adventure, uh, on YouTube, uh, or on Twitch. So, um, if you want to see what I'm like when I'm role playing and having a lot of fun, any episode of that is probably pretty good. Uh, maybe not a few, there's a few that I had problems with, but for the most part, they're amazing. Uh, fun. I should say I'm not amazing. I'm just having fun. And, uh, uh, I wish all role-playing game experiences could be that good. They're all going to be different because of different GMs, different goals, different outcomes. And I'm different too. I respond differently to different GMs and different ideas. Uh, I wish my game were nearly as good. You can watch my game if you want, uh, youtube.com slash ENCIF1. Look for Legends of the Drowned Isles or the Campaign 2 where where we just passed 71 episodes, uh, 71 sessions, 71 episodes. Um, of play. Uh, although I think we lost one along the way, unfortunately. So that happens. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I hope you find that freeing somewhere. I hope you find that. And, and that should be the, the, the mark of good friendship. It should be the mark that I carry forward into my 50th birthday. It should be the mark that defines me in many ways. Uh, and, and I just realized it, it being the mark of me is a a beautiful pun that, that, you know, my mother created. So <laughs> I've been wondering out loud. I am Mark the Encaffeinated One. And um, there's nothing quite so freeing as being silly and being comfortable doing it. And I'm very happy for that. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>